Hey, let's go with it. Let's go do it. Let's go do it. Five, five. Let's do it. Let's do it. The edge breaks a tackle. 35, 30. Damian Williams stays in bounds. 15, 10, 5. Touchdown. Kansas City. Damian Williams runs the They are invincible, undeniable, and Super Bowl champions. Welcome to Indiana Chiefs Fans Podcast, where we talk about our favorite team. That's right, the Kansas City Chiefs. I am Golden Jay, and with me is not the our podcast favorite, Chico Noise. He is on assignment in Pennsylvania. I think they're trying to recruit him to be a, a Steelers or an Eagles fan. We're going to keep fighting it. We're going to keep fighting it, but <laughs> um, he will, he may join us a little bit later, but uh, uh, with us is the chief Phil Jordan. What's up? Not much. It's uh, ready to get started about the great draft that we had this year. The great draft. Well, how was your week so far? Yeah. Don't ask. <laughs> Actually, it wasn't that bad. It's, just a hell of a lot of meetings for what I do. And, uh, the meetings this week were just horrific, uh, pretty much 8, 8 AM to three or 4 PM. No lunch. So all meetings all the time. Yes. How, let me ask you this just real quick. How is, how is you productive? If you just set meetings all the day long, uh, I use, uh, me, uh, messenger and, uh, I start, uh, dictating or asking people as I get in and out of meetings, please start looking at this, look at that, look at this. So <laughs> everything's in flight by the end of the day. And, uh, if not, then I hit email for an hour or two, uh, after supper. Oh man. Well, I, you know, I work a regular, I don't, I work a regular eight hour day and then I spend the rest of uh, my day just doing podcasting stuff. So. I'm pretty sure I work about 16 to 18 hours a day. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the other 16 hours is spent driving. Mm, yeah. The, I drove all day today. Every Wednesday that, you know, because we record these on Wednesday nights. Uh, that's all I do all day long is just drive around. Yeah. And see, I don't mind meetings all day, but I hate it when people schedule meetings between the 1130 and one o'clock time periods because everyone picks up meetings at one again. So today was right. one of those days where. 1130 to one was booked. So, and this garp down cereal and a banana, you know, like, you know, two minutes <laughs> yeah. between meetings. So, but anyway, other than that, it's, it's, it's a fruitful week. So good, good, good. Right. Thanks. Good, good. All right. Well, let's get into this today. We're going to be talking about the chiefs 2022 NFL draft and the picks that they made. Now I've said this in earlier podcasts. Uh, this to me is, one of the most exciting drafts that I've seen in a long time. And I've been researching and going through these players. Now, I don't know that I'm going to get all the names right, but uh, <laughs> because, you know, that uh, that defensive end that we got from Purdue, I'm not sure I could pronounce his last name. <laughs> you know the one I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I'm going to have to practice you're going to have to yeah you watch you're going to see like bill over there if you're watching on youtube you're going to see him just kind of muttering when you know, see his lips moving as he's trying to pronounce it <laughs> 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 uh, 
Well, let's start off with uh, their number one, the overall for the 2022, um, which we it looks like we got in a trade from New England. I'm not sure. How did that pan out? Any idea? Uh, I knew we had two first round picks. I think we did go up slightly to get them, but um, we kept first both first round picks. Right on. Well, that's right. That's that is correct. I remember now because. Uh, we did trade uh, think, a couple spots with New England to, yeah. to take to take that number 21 spot where we picked up Trent McDuffie, cornerback from Washington. I wonder why we picked him up. Mm, I'm not really sure. I know that we're going to uh, we're going to dive deep into that a little bit later. I'm excited to to hear your research on uh, on all of that stuff, but. Uh, you know, it looked to me like uh, he only spent three years in Washington, 19, 20, and 21, from what I can find. And uh, it looked like his 21 was a really productive year. Looks like um, yep. looks like he ended up with, um, oh, my goodness. Yeah, this is uh, he's about 10 assist tackles, um, 35 uh, total tackles. Mm-hmm. Um, what do we got? Four of those were for a loss. Now I went and watched some video on that dude and that dude is pretty badass. Yeah. I mean, we definitely need the, you know, that player, um, you know, for multiple reasons. So, well, he pretty much took over. I mean, he's pretty much going to take over for what we lost the, the honey badger. We lost, um, Charvarius ward. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm missing one. Yeah, I'm now I'm drawing a blank. Well, I mean the the main ones were the ones you mentioned already. So right, he's got to take one of those positions. So because uh, um, I think right now we have Legarius Need, Rashad Fenton, and uh, now McDuffie. So um, that's all we have available currently on our roster, to my knowledge. Well. Um... Yes and no. I know that we picked up a couple other ones late in. In uh, we picked up a, a safety and we picked up uh, a couple safeties, and I'll tell you what. Uh, one of the safeties we'll talk about here in just a minute. But you know, we picked up a couple a couple more of those guys that are that are badass and and I think are going to do us well. Now, taking into consideration my thought while I was actually doing looking into and just kind of reading the stats and trying to look at some highlight reels. Highlight reels are highlight reels. You get three seasons crammed into five minutes of some of their best plays. That doesn't show you every other play, uh, you know, in the books. So. Yeah. It doesn't show, you know, lost coverages. uh, (laughs) Right. Right. Exactly. uh, Mistakes, whatever it might be, you know, so. So our opinion as of today is just from highlight reels. And we do understand that there is more to these players than just the highlight reel. So, but yeah, I think that was a good pick on our part. I think, uh, I think he's strong and I think uh, he's going to cover well for sure. So I see what you were talking about. I'm, I, I went ahead and pulled up the active roster. So on other cornerbacks and stuff that they uh right corners and safeties yeah yep you are correct 
Yeah, we picked up we picked up um, a couple other, you know, in free agency. And uh, what do I got? At least two more uh, two safeties that came up in the draft. So I'm not 100 percent sure that, you know, round seven is going to make the roster. But, you know, he was still he was still a pick in this year's draft. Yeah, you never know. But we'll talk about him here in, in just a minute. But, yeah, Trent McDuffie, I think, was a wise, a wise pickup for us. We definitely needed it. Um, me personally, I hated seeing the honey badger go. I really, really thought they'd work it out, but, uh, I don't know what, what the deal was there. I'm just not hundred percent sure. If I had to go on on a limb, it's the amount of money in the age. So, you know, and he did have a few injuries last year. So I'm just guessing, you know, you know the it's, it's interesting. And, and I'm definitely not, I don't want to talk down about him. But if you actually watched his reel, not his highlight reel, but just his reel in general, he had a ton of blown coverages and a lot of things that he just kind of you you'd see him out there on the field with just his arms up, like yeah. <laughs> um, I what I really really liked about him was his leadership in the locker room. I think yep. he was a, a amazing leader, and I think he brought he brought that to the to the team and they look to him for for leadership and guidance and, and all that stuff but yeah hope- and and on the field he was you know you know calling coverages moving coverages you know he was you know all all about that you know right right so i you know he constantly saw him you know not yelling but helping the other players get in a better position based on yeah. what he thought was going to happen so defensive leader on the field yeah, agreed, one hundred percent. And I think we're gonna—that is something we're definitely gonna miss very yeah, much. So, yeah, you can't replace that. Um, no, obviously. Um, hopefully, someone steps up. You know, that's on our active roster. Even, I mean, for all I care, it could be a rookie that's got a you know big set of kahunis and you know takes the bull by the horns for all I know. Well, at this point, I mean, you know, if if you see that slot's open, you need to take it. You need mm-hmm. to get out there and make it make it your own and, you know, become that captain, you know, so. Yep. All right. So let's say round number two. So we took in 21, but we also took it number 30, which was uh, George <laughs> Carlofakis. <laughs> That's the best <laughs> I'm going to do today with that one. He's a defensive end from Purdue and. That's the name I was talking about. There was no way I was going to be able to pronounce it correctly. So I apologize to George. Um, once again, this is interesting for me because I have a lot of friends who are Purdue fans. Oh, what is it? What is it? Call out Carl Aftis. Carl Aftis. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> but I have a lot of friends who are Purdue fans. So to me, it's interesting to talk to them. And they didn't know that Kansas City drafted him because they don't really pay that close of attention to the NFL. They're more about college. And they were like, you guys got a super badass defensive player right there. Yeah, I mean, I didn't watch any of his highlight reels except for during the live draft. Um, but what I remember seeing him, again, he he's going to hopefully get us out of the hole from, you know, our pass rush was horrible last year. Oh, my God, it was terrible. I don't know. We were 29th or 30th in the league. I mean, Pretty, pretty much dead last for all I, you know, for all intents and purposes. Um, right. You know, um, 
I, I see him putting that pressure on and, you know, that's going to help our other uh, folks, you know, like Chris Jones and Frank mm -hmm. Clark, if we got a third or even a fourth type of rusher on the defensive line or at the linebacker position. So I think he's going to be an immediate um, impact player. Well, and even even if you watch some of the interviews with him after the draft, you know, the in the weeks to follow, I mean, he's just he's ready to go out there and just eat meat, man. He's ready to tear it up. <laughs> he's hungry. He is hungry and he wants to prove himself in the NFL. And if, you know, Kansas City is a great place to do that, you know, we'll definitely take it. Yeah, I mean, you know, we have a good defensive-minded coach. You know, he's been around the block more than once. Um, so I have faith in whatever uh, short followings that they see in them. You know, everyone has, a you know, something they got to work on. Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. You know, that they get him uh, ready for, uh, you know, uh, the start of the season as if he was a seasoned player is my hope. Yep. And we'll, we'll really get into that when, when preseason starts. So we're definitely going to have to keep a very close eye on him. Yeah. Like I said, I don't know. I mean, game one or two, we might get to see or game. Well, there's only three games. That's right. I keep forgetting that. Um, right. Right. Which, which I love, but this year uh, we don't get the extra home game. Um, the other team does the uh, NFC. So, or whoever. we got, we have two of them. We, well, have, we have two home games as in the preseason this year. Oh, well, we don't get the regular home game in the regular season. Exactly. Okay. That's what Sorry. I'm alluding to. Sorry, gotcha. I didn't make that clear. Sorry. Yeah, you got me a little confused. We were, I thought we were talking about preseason. <laughs> yeah, because I was super happy when we got the extra game, and it was the uh, – I think it was a night game against Green Bay. Yep. So, that was awesome. Got to love it. Got to love it. So, well, next year. We'll get the extra game next year. <laughs> all right so let's pick let's go on into round two number uh pick number 54 um we picked up a wide receiver from western michigan by the name of sky Moore. and have you been watching have you been watching his workouts and stuff like that yeah it's insane he it um, is amazing yeah, he's he's a. Uh, I would have to say probably about the same height as Tyreek was, because um, he's only I think five ten, five eleven. So he's a short guy, but he's shifty and fast. Right, right. Now you know is he gonna, you know, beat out, uh, you know, Tyreek in a you know hundred yard sprint? Probably not. But you know he's got a lot of footwork. He's got you know the hands and the footwork, which I think make up for it. Oh, he's definitely got the hands and you can tell with yeah. some of these workout videos of, you know, that they're showing of him that he, that is what he is really working on is ball security and, you know, stuff like that. I mean, let's face it. Nobody's going to be as fast as Tyreek. No, I mean, it's just, this just the way it is. I mean, Tyreek was the cheetah. He was, he's fast period. Some of these guys are coming close, but yeah. they're not as fast. McCall Hardman was supposed to be, as fast or you know just a step behind him so we still got that speed over there and of course you know picking up juju smith schuster thank you <laughs> <laughs> and marquez valdez scantling yeah or mvs mvs there you go that was gonna i was trying to get that in my head real quick and i just missed it but um you know picking up those those guys plus adding sky in there 
I don't, I, you know, I don't see the whole Tyreek thing being horrible for us. So in a hole coming out of we, you won't have that 80 yard big play, but I still believe that we don't need that 80 yard big play every stinking time. Still think you're going to see it because instead of having three weapons, because I'll be honest, McCall Hardman, you know, didn't work out the way I thought he was going to. He had flashes of brilliance. Um, but um, long story short is, you know, we're bringing in three or four receivers for one. That's the way I look at it. Um, yeah. Again, we're not going to replace the talent of Tyreek Hill. Right. No one's ever going to dispute that. But now look at you have three, four weapons on the field, including, you know, if you throw the running back in potentially five, you know, spread that field out. There's yep. no more double or triple coverage. Yep. You know, and of course, the greatest tight end in my mind ever, Travis Kelsey. I agree. So, you know, it, it's a loss, but I think in the long run, I, I think we're going to, we're going to strive and, and do, do just as well, if not better. Because oh, I as you notice in the Super Bowl lost, look what they did. <clears throat> you know, they took away Travis and they took away uh, Tyreek Hill. Game mm-hmm. over. Yep. I mean, not to count that our offensive line was in total disarray, but, <laughs> um, you know, um, and that was due to injury, not due to poor play. Right, right. But, um, you know, we, we, we were counting on two or three people for the whole offensive side of the ball. And, you know, I, I look at it in this new light that, okay, now we got five people maybe. Maybe, oh yeah, maybe more, you know. Oh yeah. But anyway, that's my uh, take on the receiving core at this point. Yeah. I just I just want them to get away from that throwing that 80 yard ball. Because <laughs> they just seem like that was their go-to, and you know, everybody figured it out. So so I don't know if you saw that one meme out there. Um, it was a photo of uh, uh Patrick throwing to Tyreek and he couldn't see him. And I said, Fuck it, I know he's out there somewhere. <laughs> And, and it was one of the ones he caught that was like 60 yards for a touchdown. Nice. But someone made a meme of it and just, you know, put above it, you know. That's um, funny. Yeah, <laughs> I, I liked it. Um. So, yeah, so we took Sky Moore at number 54 in round two. At number 62 in round two, we took Brian Cook, a safety from Cincinnati. Yep. Now, yep. if you have time, listeners, friends of the Chiefs, go watch his highlight reel. Oh yeah, this is a this is a safety that I think is. Gonna, I mean, he once again he hits hard, and he just seems to put himself in front of the ball. From what I've seen, once again, it's a highlight reel. I I understand that. Don't get mad at me. It's a highlight reel. <laughs> but I mean, you know, when you have that many highlights to look at, that you know, that tends tends to say something about uh, about the safety from uh, Cincinnati. Well. Uh- I, the one, the one thing, the one thing I'll add is, you know, they're going to get burned. You know, oh they're yeah, gonna, they're going to be rookies. They are rookies. Um, they're going to learn from it. Much like our offensive line last year was pretty much all new. I say about the fourth or fifth game, they gelled. You know. Oh um, yeah. Hopefully, we get the same effect. You know, with all these, you know, uh, you know, these top top picks that we expect to be playing. You know, uh, week one. But, you know, I know there's going to be a missed block. Mahomes is going to get tackled, you know, a missed uh, coverage. You know, I expect it. Right. Well, I mean, it's just to be expected. It, you ain't going to be, 
you're going to be on your game 100% of the time. I mean, there's things do happen. That's why, that's why the NFL is the NFL. Yep. And that's why going from college to NFL, they always say the game is much faster. So, um, you know, uh, listeners, you know, you know, we have high expectations, but you know, there's going to be some letdowns along the way, but I, I think what, uh, we got in the draft, you know, uh, obviously we got more to cover is uh, really solid players. Oh, yeah. Well, I really like this, Brian. I like this, Brian. Uh, yeah. Brian Cook. I think he's somebody we should definitely keep a close eye on in preseason and uh, see what see what uh, what becomes of that. Because uh, you said it. You said it the, the best that I could ever say it. And that is the speed and how quick the NFL is compared to college. Yep. It is so much faster and so much harder hitting. It, it, it's the same as it's the same as hockey. You know, I mean, <laughs> you, you didn't like the harder hitting part. Is that funny? No, no, no. I was thinking of a movie quote. You know why we're in the NFL? Why? Because why? we're the best of the best of the best, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's a quote from uh, uh, gosh, Will Smith movie. Uh, Men in Black. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. The very, the very first one when they're taking that test with the egg seats and they ask, why are we here? Because we're the best of the best of the best. <laughs> um, but that's how I feel about the NFL. You know, you don't get to the NFL without being the best at your position coming out of college. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. You don't get drafted if you suck. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm not in the NFL. Oh. Um. I no. couldn't, I couldn't take a hit from any of those guys. I don't care. I, I couldn't take a hit from the kicker. <laughs> <laughs> Not even the one smoking the cigarette. Not <laughs> even the one. Ole, ole, ole. Anyway. Um, but yeah, I, I, I reference that to hockey. Hockey's the same way. If you've ever go to like a, a well, for us in here in Indiana, we like to go to the Commons game in Port Wayne. But if you. Blackhawks, man. No, the Comets are, are a lower a lower seed uh in what i don't even know what's 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 what class a or yeah, class yeah, a even, or whatever whatever the case may be i'm not even sure because they keep changing it around so much but when you go to see a blackhawks game or an avalanche game it's and it's a hundred times faster oh i see where you're going with that yeah okay. yeah it's it, just i don't know what the deal is but it's just i mean yeah i've never been to a quote unquote college or triple a um hockey game the only ones i've ever been to are blackhawks so right on yeah we should go to one so i can see exactly what you're talking about oh man well we'd have to do them in comparison so we'd have to do one and then go back to chicago and see the hawks play the abs yeah and i can wear my i can wear my avalanche jersey boosh (laughs) so i do own a blackhawks jersey Um, you better um and it's signed by chelios did you meet him at his restaurant? No, I did not. I ordered, uh, I was going to a playoff game with a vendor and they had, uh, you know, the club seats where you get all the free food. And I'm like, I don't own a damn Jersey and I'm going to the playoffs. I just can't show up in my chief's Jersey. You know, um, <laughs> so I did buy one and I figured for an extra 50 bucks, I get the signed version and the vendor sent me the wrong Jersey didn't even have the signature and he said well the only one i have left is an official jersey from the hawks and i was like sucks to be you because you're shipping that to me right and he did nice so I, I have an official hawks jersey with the fight strap so nice and i won't tell anyone the price because they'll 
they'll, 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 be very, they'll very, cry. Very, yeah. <laughs> but anyway. All right. So back to football. Um, let's go into round number three. Pick number 103. We took Leo Chanel, linebacker from Wisconsin. Once again, watching the highlight reel on that guy. And uh, he definitely has an eye on the ball, which is pretty impressive. And I think matching him up with Nick Bolton out there, oh, watch out. Well, I hope he gets, uh, you know, um, higher, more playing time than, you know, what I read online that's projected. So, oh, is he projected not to have a ton of playing time? Yeah, because they have Gay Bolton and they added uh, Jermaine Carter. So, um, you know, he's you know, slated from what I read and it could have changed, you know, obviously by now, but you know, he'll be a rotational player and potentially special teams. Right on. But that could have changed. Like I said, you know, we, we go off of what we know, not what's always factual by the way. Right. Right. We forgot our disclaimer earlier. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. That is our disclaimer for sure is uh, this is all of our own opinion not necessarily a, you know, there's not much facts to back it up, but you know, last year, you know, last year in 2021, he did have eight sacks. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's impressive in itself for a college well, team. Yeah. And I, I think he's going to get playing time regardless. Um, you know, there's injuries throughout the year, you know, stuff like that. So I think he's a solid, very solid, uh, you know, uh, backup player at this point, if that's the role he has to play or, you know, hopefully, if need be, he could be a starter. Um, well, that's, it, that that's his job to get in uh, training camp, right? You you know as well as I do when it comes to injury, he may get more playing time than uh, than yeah. expected. So yeah, so it's good to have depth on your team. You know, um, you know, a lot of years with the Chiefs, we didn't have that. You know, right? One of our main players goes down, we're done. Yep. Um, and I can safely say, what was it, two or three games last year, or was it the year before the Cheetah was out? And we still managed to win. Mm-hmm. So it just goes to show, you know, yeah, we lost, you know, the cheetah, but, you know, we have, you know, some great players that are here in his place. Definitely. For sure. Yeah. I'm excited about that wide receiving core. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> well, that's what I can't, I can't wait to see him in action, you know, game number one and, and uh, see what's going to happen with all that. I just want to see Patrick go like this. He's open. He's open. He's not. He's not. He's open. Who do I throw to? Who do I throw to? Dang too it. Many, too many decisions. You know what? <laughs> I'm just going to run with the ball. <laughs> yeah. 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 Once uh, again, then there's that. Let's not make him a pocket quarterback, but no, you know, we don't want to send him out on every uh, running every play, you know, like they yeah. do in Baltimore. But <laughs> did i say that out loud i might have yes. said that out loud yes you did and you know it is a fact that running quarterbacks don't last long in the league um, oh man you know, you know um, and i think that's what they did they i yeah i see it with you see it with Mahomes. i've seen it with russell wilson you know you've seen it with yeah. others in the past where they were you know started off as running quarterbacks to make things yep. happen and then they're like, no, you need to be a pocket passer. Yeah. And it just, it doesn't really go well in my opinion, but. Well, I think Russell embraced it pretty well um, now, you know, versus, you know, five years ago. Right. I think, I think he's embracing the pocket passer, but where, where, where he sees an opening, just like Patrick, he'll take it, but he's not looking to do this, you know, 30 times a game you exactly. know, anymore. Yeah. So, 
you know, it's, uh, you know, unfortunately the highest paid players are normally the quarterbacks and, you know, if they get hurt. It is next man up mm-hmm. or in the chief's case, the third man up, uh, during our playoff run, uh, I'm trying to remember his name. He was teaching high school football at the time, but, oh man, he came in and helped us win a game. It was, we're talking about Chad Henney. No, Henny got hurt. Henny got hurt, and then then we went out uh, and got that high the one that played with Reed before, um, and he played for a game, and then he was on the roster throughout the rest of the playoffs. He got a, a, a Super Bowl ring out of it. Gosh, I can't remember his name though. And you, and, now I'm drawing a blank because I'm I, I think I know who you're talking about, but I just I'm drawing a blank. But but to my my whole point is with the draft, you know, we're not only drafting people who that we feel will be starters we're drafting people that'll be there for injuries or rotational players or right you know you never know what's going to happen in a season with um you know your offensive line your defensive line your backs your quarterbacks so we got to have solid replacements um, agreed that we're confident in so well and the other part of that is they got to know the system i mean you know you can't just have somebody come in and sit on the sit on the bench and look at a, a clipboard and not know the system that is very true as well and so, you know, your Chad Henney's and your, and your, um, uh, well, you know, your Leo Chanel's, I mean, that's what they need to do is they need to make sure they know that system and, and learn it inside and out so and that I, they can just step in and just go. Yep. And obviously I think the chiefs organization feel that, you know, some of these players will be, you know, leaving, you know, in the next few years, you know, so kind of like Patrick Mahomes, you know, he sat behind uh, the great Alex Smith that we talked about in our other podcasts and the next year the reins were given to him. So, you know, being that he's a third round pick, I could see that being a scenario um, right. coming into play. Right on. Well, let's jump up to number four, round four, uh, number 135, Joshua Williams, cornerback from uh, Federville State. Hmm. Did you look into him at all? The only thing that I looked up for him has nothing to do with football. <laughs> I'll be <laughs> honest, but I will say, you know, he was a first uh, player that um, from a historical or, or uh, primarily black college um, to be drafted since 2020. Oh, really? So I think, you know, that's a diversity point, you know, and, you know, stuff like that. And not that we're, you know, um, looking at diversity, but it was just a little tidbit that I saw on the site about him. Nothing to do with his playing ability, but it's good to see that, you know, he got drafted in the fourth round at 135. Well, and let me tell you right now, I'm, when I was researching him, there ain't much on him out there. Um, just, I mean, a, just a very few stats. I mean, uh, you know, his career, he's got 79 tackles um, and defensive starts. Um, let's see. Yeah, he's, I, I mean, he's definitely a development player, regardless of how you look at it. Right. You know, um, cause we already have, <laughs> we took McDuffie already, you know, in the first round. Right. So, you know, and you know, the other free agents that they brought in as well. So, I mean, if you look at this, this guy, man, he must work out, you know, 24 seven. I mean, he's built like a beast. <laughs> so I, I wouldn't want to get hit by him. <laughs> so um you know just looking at his physique and stuff i didn't look at game tape or anything like you like you said there's very little out there but 
Oh yeah, that's probably why he's a. Uh, sorry, I just googled him while we were chatting. Um, he's coming from a Division two school. Right on. So, I think they see potential, and Beach finds these kind of players out of nowhere. Um, you know what round was uh, Brett Favre taking in, or or Aaron Rodgers, or or uh, you know they weren't first or second. I'm trying to think. Or Tom Brady. Sorry, it's Tom Brady's the big one, the big one that yeah. you always talk about. He was like what a seventh round pick, what yeah. two hundred and something. You know, so you never know. Um, you know, and and Beach has been a beast in these um, drafts. Um, so. I, I have all the confidence in the folks that they're putting into the system. Right. But, but that's why I, I'm thinking you don't find a lot of film on him because he was in a division two school and he was just kind of hidden. Yeah. And like I said, the, the one I'll say it one more time, you know, um, that, you know, he's from a historically back black college. Right. And, you know, the first to be drafted since 2020 and, you know, kudos to him for working and uh, kudos to the chiefs organization for finding him. Hopefully. Right on. We will look forward to uh, hopefully seeing what uh, what becomes of him. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, I think he's all developmental unless someone gets hurt. All right. Well, let's move on to um, the fifth round. Uh, one number one forty five. Which is this is funny. This is funny because <laughs> this pick was from Seattle via Detroit via Denver. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that always kills about me. That. Well, because <laughs> I know. I know we did a couple trades, oddly enough, with New England, which, you know, kind of surprised me. I think we did two different trades over the uh, the draft. Well, is New England New just England. looking for more draft picks so they can, like, you know, fill out their roster because, you know, everything's falling apart? <laughs> I don't know. Did I say that out loud, too? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyways, uh, number five, number round five, number 145, uh, Darian Kindred. Kindred. An offensive tackle from Kentucky. Let's see what I got on. Uh, let's see what I got on him. Uh, looks like, uh, yeah, he didn't do a whole hell of a lot. <laughs> wow, that really, that really kind of fell flat, didn't it? Sorry, guys. Wow. Uh, I, I think Darian Kennard's going to come to your house after. You yeah, I know. This He's going to be like that little fucking bitch. I'm like, go over and kick his ass. <laughs> Come on over. Let's sit down and talk, and you can tell me what you've been up to. Nice. As far as his stats go, yeah, he's uh, you know he's only played a, he only played a couple games, couple of a uh, couple of tackles, and uh, yeah, everything else is not really looking good as far as number wise. But well, the only stat I see is he started thirty nine games in college. Well, hey, that's thirty nine games that he started. I don't have that stat on my on my thing here. Yeah, um, what I um, said, he started 39 games in college. Um, they expect him to compete uh, to be a starting um, offensive lineman. Right on. Well, we got a we got a pretty solid offensive line coach, so I think uh, I think maybe uh, he can teach him how to be an NFL player. Yep, I, I'm yeah. So that's the two tidbits I found on him was, you know, don't be surprised if he's not on the start, you know, starting with the first team and 39 games in college. Right on. All right, let's move on to round number seven. Apparently we didn't have anything in the sixth this year. Uh, round number seven is uh, number uh, uh, 243. 
and it's Jalen Watson, cornerback from Washington State. Um, it looks like he only played a couple years up here in Washington State. Um, he's got quite a few games underneath him. Looks like he's got some. He's got like 34 solo tackles, um, 10 assists, total tackles of like 44. Obviously, when you put 34 and 10 together, you get 44. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. A uh, couple for a loss. I mean, you know, there you go. Yeah, way, oh, sorry, Jeremy. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was saying the way I see this is yet again, it, it's a position that, you know, we were hurting at last year due to injury. Um, he could maybe be a practice squad or, you know, real low on the totem pole. But, you know, I think it's a solid pick as far as building depth on the team. Right. At, you know, um, just look at our past history, you know. I mean, uh, we had two cornerbacks and a safety, I think, on at one point, you know, oh. or or hobbled at least, you know, um, on a couple of games. So I think they're filling those holes, you know, um, with with folks that they think can do the job. I mean, right. that's what, where I see this guy fitting in. I mean, they already drafted what was he number one um, that we talked about earlier, Trent McDuffie, um, number one. Corner. Yeah, I mean, yep. I mean. <laughs> So, and this guy got drafted at number seven. And as you pointed out, they also brought in some other free agents. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, we're, we're definitely not sitting down on that. I mean, they're, they're really stacking the defense this year. They're really working on trying to put it back together. Yeah, they, they have to, I mean, we, we can't keep that type of defense with a prolific offense that we have, you know, Um, right. Goes back to what I said in the other podcasts on, you know, what they asked about scoring points on offense and the defense not protecting it. Yeah. I, I don't want that to happen. I'd rather us have a mediocre middle of the pack, you know, 15, 20 rank, give or take. Yeah. You know, I'll take that. Yeah. We don't need number one on every, on every side. No, no. I mean, we just if, need to score points. Even if we had, let's just say the fifth ranked offense and the 12th ranked defense to me, that's a, you know, a super bowl team. Yeah. So <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, because usually in, in our past, you know, we've had either a, a top four, top five offense and mm-hmm. a bottom two defense yep. or the opposite. other way around. Yeah, <laughs> we have a, a defense, which is number one or two, and then our offense just cannot get past the first down. Elvis has left the build. Oh, uh, never mind. No. Yeah, you, you said it out loud. <laughs> so also in the seventh round, number uh, number pick number 251, we took Isaiah uh paca paca pika paca don't say pikachu <laughs> uh once again isaiah my apologies for not uh we're not saying your name correctly um you know that's that's I think a lot for me I, I think it's pachico pachico uh yeah. but he's a running back from rutgers now i did a i did a little bit of a dive on this on this guy because you know uh, running backs always interest me because Let's face it. Running backs are uh, a short-term career move in my in my mind. And not, not very many of them have a very longevity. I agree with that, and I'm going to throw in one last thing before uh-huh. you go into what you found about them. The Chiefs somehow always find the hidden gem or uh, uh, running backs. This is true. Very very I mean, true. I mean, the running backs. If we don't get me wrong, running backs for the Chiefs. Um, you guys are awesome. 
But if we could have done the same thing at the quarterback position <laughs> over the years, <laughs> you know, um, our, our stats might be slightly different. But um, right. for some reason, tight ends and uh, running backs are like the Chiefs forte mm -hmm. um, normally. Yeah, we've had some great running backs over the years, for sure. I really like this guy. Um, I think he's going to be a workhorse. Uh, what I what I heard pro projected for him was probably um, more of the special teams and keeping him on the charts for you know for depth. But uh, the special teams is probably where they're going to end up, where he's going to end up. But I think for for sure he's going to end up on the roster. So I think once again they're loading up on running backs. Um, we had quite a few injuries last year and the year before where we were down to our third stringer. Um, you know, which still did a decent job, but you know they're not you know, starters by any stretch until Derek Gore came in. <laughs> right. Right. I think, um, like you and I talked personally that, you know, bringing Derek Gore back was a huge move in my opinion. Um, you know, I, I think he could compete with Clyde Edwards any day of the week, personally oh, speaking. I, uh, I was so bummed when no, no offense to a layer when a came back and I was like, no, we need to get Gore more mm. field time and let him kind of get it field out, you know, yeah. get that feel in, in being in the game and playing because when he did get a chance to play, you got just moments of greatness. Yeah. You know, a greatness, you know, as far as that goes, but you had your moments where you thought that he he's can be something super special. Now, you know, what I see is on Sunday, you know, watching the game. I mean, I haven't put down my popcorn in my, in my beer to go, you know, <laughs> to go be the, the guy who knows what every team's going to do prior to doing it and all that stuff. But, you know, so what I see is only on Sunday only, I don't see what I, what those guys see during the week, you know, yeah. the, the practices and, and all that stuff. And, you know, those guys, those guys know football way better than I do. And, you know, you trust their decisions for what they, what they do. So, Oh yeah. But yeah, I think, uh, I think he could be solid from just a little bit of looking into that. I did on him. Um, take a peek at some of his stats here, you know, at Rutgers, he didn't have a ton of yards. I think uh, his last year in 2021, uh, 647 yards. Uh, on 167 <laughs> attempts. I mean, that's not a ton of yards, but that's oh probably more than I'll get. But <laughs> oh, sorry, Jeremy. What did I? What did I do? You didn't do anything. Um, I went to check a stat on him, and my eardrums got blown out by some music that loaded on a page. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it took everything for me not to just rip my headphones off. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Been there, done that. Uh, so I just laughed about it. So, so yeah, his averages are about anywhere between five and 3.9 uh, yards per carry. So, I mean, I'll take a five yard carry almost any time you can walk down the field on a five yard carry. So, yeah wonder if he has uh, hands also or not for a passing back or if he's just a straight, you know, running. Right. Sounds like he's probably straight running back because I don't remember us passing to him when he played. I'm oh, sorry. I'm talking about Derek Gore. I'm back on Gore. Sorry, Why are guys. you back on Gore? I'm talking about Isaiah. Uh, say his last name again. Uh, nah. -uh. <laughs> Pacheco. Pacheco. There you go. How about that? I come close. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry right. about that. My my brain went off on onto a tangent, which you know I, I have a tendency to do when I get stuck on a player like Derek yeah. Gore. He's know? he's all about Gore right now, and I've been all about Gore for a long time. So right. since since he uh, since I first saw him play, I I just yeah so excited about gore uh let's go to round uh, we're still in round seven uh obviously uh number 259 nazi johnson uh safety from marshall is that like we are marshall we are bum 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 um he <laughs> he's a five-year guy from marshall it looks like uh going in in uh, his freshman year in 2017 two-time senior what did they call that a red seat red shirt senior or whatever where they stick around an extra year i don't know <laughs> come on i thought i always thought college was four years so unless it is but this I'm- this guy was here for five he liked he liked marshall so he stayed for one more year maybe he was gotcha. working on his bachelor's or his master's or something like that you just don't know no true that or he enjoyed the football it could so be maybe he need another year under his belt Maybe because his uh, he only played seven games in his first senior year. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it uh, looks like he got 10 in on his uh, on 2021. I mean, you know, stats are he's got about 43 solo tackles and um, 24 assisted tackles. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, he's definitely he's definitely a, a workhorse, but. But, I don't know that uh, – I mean, once again, that's a safety position. So is that depth or is that practice squad? I think it's practice squad, to be honest. I think we have four or five safeties ahead of him, um, you know, or, you know, he just might not make the roster for all I know. Um, right. Because, you know, there's – I think we have 90, 91 players, you know. <laughs> Those cuts are hard and fast. Um, uh, they so. come out of nowhere. Yeah. What does that what does that get down to? Help me out here. Is it 52? 51. Man 51. Roster, I think. Right on. So and then then you got your practice squad players, of course, right? Right. So so there you go. That is the official 2022 NFL draft picks. But I do want to touch on one thing real quick. Um, we picked up a wide receiver undrafted. By the name of Justin Ross. Yeah, you mentioned him. You said you were impressed with him. I think I am very impressed with him. I I just uh, and a lot of the analysts and stuff that I that I kind of went on about really talked highly of him. The downside is his injury that he had, and I was believe that, was that a head injury or it was. Um, or hold spinal? on, I, it's a spinal. He got a he yeah. had a. Uh, fusion on his spine but they're saying that in in uh, the early training camp that he's he's looking really really good yeah i just uh i always wish for everyone's safety exactly you know exactly um you know kind of like we talked in you know the other podcast about priest homes you know mm-hmm. you know it's great to make the team you know it's great to work hard and i hope you know he works out to be an awesome player for us and you know doesn't get injured at all and you know but i always had that in the back of my head when people have those special injuries you know um it kind of bothers me in the back of my head 
Well, and I mean, it's something to really take into consideration. I mean, he's putting putting himself out there, you know, you know, as well as I do, those wide receivers, they go up for that ball and they come down hard, whether they're being hit or whether it's just hitting the ground, you know. Oh, yeah. Anything can go wrong at any moment. And when you've had a a serious injury like that, that's got to be a big concern. But, you know, the doctors and everybody said that he's good to go, then. You know, you got to get out there and and prove your prove yourself. And you know, for Kansas City to sweep in and pick him up right out of the draft, you know, yep. props. I think uh, I think he might be a nice little uh, another, uh, another beach find. Mm, he you just never know. It'll be exciting to see what happens with him huh. if he gets playing time. Yeah. And you know, once again, you you have uh, all these great great wide receivers that we keep picking up and. That's going to be a tough, that's going to be a tough, uh, tough spot to fill. So, huh? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, they got a lot of depth. Um, you know, they're going to have a lot of options. So, and I think that is perfect for what we really need to do. Once again, let me reemphasize we don't need an 80 yard play every stinking time. Patrick touches you. No, we do not. (laughs) Because they figured it out and they took it away from us, and we just didn't know what else to do with ourselves. It's like, oh, well, you know, we'll just keep throwing it down there and see what happens. Yeah. And once again, I'm a big fan of Tyreek Hill. I love what he's done for Kansas City. And I hope that when it's all said and done, he comes back and retires as a chief. I, I mean, I really, really hope that that's what he decides to do. But I personally think that. Tyreek leaving and going to Miami was probably one of the best things that could have happened to us in Kansas city. Not yeah, because I, mean, I think he was an explosive player because he was an explosive player, but I think that we, he, it became that one option, that big option. We always need to go to Tyreek. Yeah. So as I told you before we started, I spent a little, I don't know, some time on, you know, what we have uh, on our white receiver core. Uh-huh. So we already talked about Juju. We already talked about MBS. Um, obviously, you know, I count uh, Kelsey as a wide receiver. Pretty much. Even, even though he's a tight end. But n- not counting what we have in the draft, we also brought back Josh Gordon again. Mm-hmm. Uh, for some reason, they're still working on this guy. Um, there's a Justin Ross. That, Justin Ross was the one that they picked up in the in the. Oh, uh, okay. Yep. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Uh, Cornell Powell. Oh yeah, Powell. Yep. yep. Omar Bayless, and <sighs> and uh, Matthew Sexton. So that's what one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight wide receivers. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, so, and don't don't forget, you know, you you count Travis Kelsey as a wide receiver, but don't so, forget yeah. about uh of uh, uh Fort um dang it uh Noah. Well, there's Noah oh, Gray, and then there yeah. was the Fort Fortin kid that was amazing last year until he got hurt. And look who True. joined us! So, hey, look at you all in your hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> See, you have poor lighting this time. Can you hear me? Yeah, what? there you are. There you are. What do you say? Gunner's <laughs> like, shut up. Hey, He's- there we go. No, <laughs> we no, we can hear you. I just messing with you. Hey, you need one of those halo lights. 
This sounds yeah. so fa- this sounds so familiar. I know, right? It's a little dark. It's hey, you got dark. one. It looks good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> look at it. Look at his new mic arm there. He's got there. Look at that bad boy. Yeah. See, Jeremy had to help me nice. figure out that it did. It did have an adapter. <laughs> it did have an adapter, and it does work. It's great. <laughs> That's funny. But uh, so we're talking about wide receivers. We kind of went over the players in the draft. Um, but I did some work on kind of the numbers game. I think Beach was thinking about in his brain. Um, so we take all of the wide receivers that we have on our team right now, including the cap hit and the cash payout. Um, we're spending $23,560,000. million five hundred sixty thousand dollars. Okay. One year of Tyreek is approximately 30 million. So, so, so we got nine receivers, you know, not that we're going to keep them all potentially, but right. For, and my calculations again, people, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but <laughs> you know, I did check over the cap. Um, it's usually pretty accurate. Uh, cap hit and cash payout again for our receivers. I calculated at 23 million 560. And Tyreek Hill got paid a little over thirty-two thousand this first year. Thirty-two million. Yeah, um, twenty-six thousand and a payout, and then um, yeah, twenty-six thousand six hundred thirty-five thousand and a payout, and twenty twenty-two cap charge is six point four million. Okay. So if you take that into account, Chiefs fans, you know, yeah, we let we lost an awesome player. Don't get me wrong, but. Now we have more weapons. Um, we have more cash free. By the way, we are 12th in free cap space currently with 91 players. So, you know, when that gets down to the 51 man roster, you know, we might be 12th or 10th in cap space. Right on. Which will come in handy when someone releases a decent player that we need to fill a position. Right. So that's what I wanted just to kind of give everyone, and, and, and even in my opinion, right? You know, what was Tyreek Hill worth to us as a player, you know, not only on the field, but, you know, uh, calculated costs that we have to pay. And I see what Beach, why Beach did it and why we brought in these other players. Well, there was no way in the world that we were going to match what Miami coughed up for him anyway. You yeah, know, 100, 120 million um, and I think 57 million guaranteed. I think right. something like my, that. Yeah, I'm going up to find it. Um, yeah. Oh. Fully guaranteed money is fifty-two million five, and contract value is one hundred twenty million, which is thirty million uh, a year. So now, is he? Gar- I mean, does he have any incentives then? I mean, will well, any of that to, money fall off if he don't get him yeah. to the playoffs? Or? Well, it has to, it has to be because fully guaranteed is only fifty-two. So there's got to be a lot of uh, caveats in that contract. Gotcha. Because you know he's got to perform. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, you don't so the, so make that con- kind of money not perform. Yeah, these contracts um, in the past few years have been very player-friendly, which is good for them. Right. The downside is, as a fan, if we're paying 25% or 20% of our salary to one person, they get injured, and we got to pay them out, mm-hmm. that's dead money. There's nothing we can do about it. Yep. So even if we traded a good player, which we've done in the past, uh, Dwayne Bow. Um, <laughs> um, to Cleveland, I think it was. Yes, it was the Cleveland. I mean, we took two years of a big cap hit and dead money on that stuff. Um, you know, and 
you know, that's another reason why, you know, and, and I'm just speculating, you know, why the Badger might not be there, you know, right. because if you, you look at the contract he signed, we could have signed him easily. Yeah, he didn't, uh, he didn't make a ton of money in his move. That's for sure. Yeah, I'm looking for, I have it in my, all my notes here. Um, MBS, sorry, that's MBS. I almost gave you the wrong information. Oh, don't give me that info. <laughs> don't give me that info. You know what? I did not pull his data, but I know it was really close to, you know, uh, what we could have paid um, easily. But we didn't want to give him a big contract, which is what I think he was looking for. Right. Well, and let's face it. I mean, no offense to the, the Badger himself, but, you know, I think that was a lesson ah. learned on him was, is that he thought he was going to get that from KC. Yeah. And then when he didn't, he got out into the real world and realized yep. that uh, he wasn't, they weren't, so, nobody was going to pay him for what he thought he was worth. Yeah. So I did find it. Sorry. It was at the top of my notes. Um, this year he got 11 million cash payout and 3.4 million cap charge. Um, evidently he must only sign maybe a two-year contract. Um, could it show in 20 contract value of 27 million? So I'm guessing that's a two-year contract. Right on. So where did he end up? Where did he end up going? Uh, he ended up, hold on. Um, crap. Uh, you got to think about this for a minute. Hold on. And I'm not going to use my Googles. Um, (laughs) Crap. He's, he's Washington. Thinking, did he go to Washington? I, I honestly Ooh. do not know. Did, where did uh, where did uh, the honey badger go? Gun? Uh, I think oh, it went, I don't know. I think it went to Washington. Now you can Google it after I gave my guess. <laughs> Your guess. <laughs> look, look it up. Look, Google it. Because I like being right. Yeah, he's got this thing about being right. Well, again, I don't want to use Google's. My hands are free. Let's see if I can get there before. And by the way, just for uh, the last bit on his oh. con- contract, he was ranked 18th at a 214th in money at safety. Really? Yeah. Um, by the way, you're wrong. The Saints. Damn it. <laughs> so- <laughs> Saints are marching in. No one. That'd be a good place for him. Saints are Saints are uh, a good spot for him to land. Take his leadership there and and yep. turn them around. Okay, Gunner. So uh, I'm glad you can make it. You look, you do yeah, look sorry, tired. Buddy. You do look tired, buddy. You look beat. worn out. My brain yeah. is beat. <laughs> My brain is definitely beat. But, but we did go through the draft, and I don't know what you had prepped or thought about, or if you had any comments. Phil, I prepped absolutely nothing. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> That's why I kind of didn't feel bad about not being here. And I was like, I, I you know, I want to make sure Dad had everything good to go and. Yeah, it's been it's been a long week so far, man. Yeah, he told me about it. Yeah, but it was very interesting. Like I said, I spent about an hour looking at, um, you know, cap money spent on wide receiver core and, you know, the honey badger just to see how good they did and how good we did. You know, um, losing a great player is not always a super bad thing, you know, Um, sometimes it's a blessing in disguise. Um, we'll find out we you know we, we won't know till the season's over right yep. well that's exactly it well i mean 
we're going to know, you know, six, seven games in. <laughs> when yeah. we get to when we get to that point, then we'll have a better idea of, you know, what we speculated here today, you know, whether Justin Ross is in, you know, is is okay, or, you know, whether yeah. um, Trent McDuffie is going to be, you know, the next great corner or whatever. So yeah. we'll get we'll or figure ju- it out. Or, or Juju picks his game up again, you know, and right. becomes a player that he was. You know, was that because you know Big Ben was on his last leg? You know, I don't know. You know, the offensive line sucked. I don't know. You know, hopefully. Juju could play up to what I think is potential is, you know, as yeah. a veteran and help coach, you know, a lot of these uh, rookies, you know, yeah. um, you know, it's all about player engagement, you know, when, when you're in practice preseason and, and in game, right. All it takes is one look from one of these receivers that are veterans, you know, a wink that tells him, Hey, this guy's coming in, you go out, you know what I mean? That's yeah. all it takes. And, yep. and then you got a home run, you know? Yep. Yeah, it's all about the communication. We very important with communication. Yep, hundred percent. So, I mean that that's that's what I think we're gonna see in my mind in the first few games. Um, as much as practice is practice, you know, with all the right. rules in place, there's very little contact. Um, yeah, you play a preseason game, but you know how that goes. You know, yeah. for preseason, um, is how do they react as a new team? You know, especially with a new receiving core. So right. That that's what I want to see. Then you talk about everything with the draft and losing all these guys and all these yep. great players we've had, but that's the thing is you get you building a new team. You don't know if those guys really affected what our team was before. We have yep. good players that weren't just those big name players. So yeah, these new guys coming in could be just as good. That's Ex- the hope. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And so well. My- he- you don't get a good player unless you draft him and, and teach him and, and, you know, get him yeah. in there. So my, my comparison, uh, you missed it, um, was what we did to the offensive line. We totally yeah. revamped our offensive line last year and it took them a game or two, you know, to really start to gel, but man, by the end of the season, they were awesome. Yeah. So, so that's what I'm hoping out of these, the new defensive players and, you know, the new receiving core. It just takes time. Yep. There's a song about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been on a Chiefs kick all day, man. I had my uh, I had my uh, Red Kingdom playlist up, jamming out to some Tech Nine and uh, you Very know nice. Beastie Boys and stuff like that. So I've been on a I've been on a Chiefs kick all day. Um, I'm happy to be here with you guys, Gunner. I'm so glad you made it, even though it's towards the end. Do you have? Um, do you have an opinion on the draft and and what you remember from from everybody who was drafted this year? Um, not so much. Just just like I said before, I'm just excited to see what happens with the players we did pull. And I'm sure you guys mentioned everything about McDuffie and all those guys that we drafted. And yeah, you know, I'm I'm just I'm excited to see how some of these young young players do, and even some of the trade ups we did. I mean, there's yeah. We made some big moves, and I think that's all that really matters is that we're making the changes to try to make ourselves better. So, yeah. yeah. So I have to ask each of you a question about okay. the draft. Let's let's ask Gunner about his hat. Is that a new hat? 
No, this is an old hat. I got this one. Oh man, did I? I think I got this in Gatlinburg when we were down there. Really? <laughs> yeah, I've had this hat for a long time. It's got did the you, wear and tear. Would underneath. you? Would you like to see? Would you like to see uh, the Chiefs' new hat? Phil's new yeah. hat. Let's see. Is it cowboy hat? Yeah. <laughs> the master's chaps. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. Can you? Can you see that? Oh, 10 year season ticket member. Nice. Yeah, it came out of nowhere. I just showed up on my doorstep. It said one arrowhead drive. And I'm like, anything that comes from one arrowhead drive's got a rock. Yeah, that's that's awesome. So, so yeah. I, I went out and looked on my front doorstep. And there was nothing. <laughs> Thanks for being a not yet exactly day yeah not look at they could have put the one day second teasing ticket holder you you might you might get that hat when you go to your first game oh there we go that'd be awesome yeah that he buys at the gift shop yeah you know that to be true (laughs) okay you have one question for us all right one one question about the draft this is this is phil's question of the pod (laughs) which of you had your wife watch the draft with you and if they did how long did they last Sarah did not watch the draft with me. Um, I I watched the first round. I'm a first rounder, so I watch what happens in the first round. Now Colton watched the draft during the call, guys. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so he was on watching the whole thing. So um, I think we actually started recording call guys during like maybe round two or three. So I had already watched round one. So I, I was I was kind of away from it at that point but okay. yeah sarah sarah could care less i'm sure about the draft we might talk about it a little bit it's so funny that you you asked that question because well because i have an answer at the end after both of you answer oh <laughs> look at oh Sarah's on the phone hi <laughs> she's 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 listening to us talk oh um, well tell her uh, she's missing out she's a huge fan this is the next yep, evolution and being will, a football fan yep, yep. she, she will be a, she will be on here here in a few weeks so yep so jeremy um you know it's funny because there's a picture that shows up on my facebook every year as a memory and it's it's my wife bobby making a horrible face and the caption says he's making me watch the draft um i am always stuck in the back bedroom back in here in my studio when the draft is on because she doesn't like to watch the draft. She just, she likes to watch football. She loves the chiefs. Don't get me wrong. But when it comes to the draft, if it ain't just all about the chiefs and she's not really overly interested in it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, for me, the draft is watching and learning some of these players that are coming in and seeing their highlight reels and, and these yeah. analysts talking about them that way down the road, when you see them playing, you have a better idea of who they are and where they come from. Because let's face it, you know, we've been through this many times where you're like, well, this guy is, uh, you know, a fourth, this is his fourth season, but you're just now recognizing yeah. him in, in yep. whatever team he's playing for. Could be Green Bay, could be Pittsburgh, who knows? But, you know, you see these guys come up and you're like, oh, well, but if you watch the draft, you would have known about them. And of course, there's there's the ones that you think you're going to watch and you never, ever hear from mm-hmm. them ever again. So, oh, yeah. Ventures. Um, so, the answer to your question is um, zero. There was zero yeah. time with me <laughs> watching the draft. All right. The combine so, may be different, though, because well, that's just enjoyable to watch sometimes, too. Yeah. So, Karen, listen to the draft on the right down to the campground. 
Uh-huh. I think they were around pick eight or nine by the time we got there. Um, she sat and watched like a half hour drinking her beer. She uh-huh. got up from the table, turned around, went upstairs into the camper, shut the door, <laughs> and that was the <laughs> she was done. <laughs> About I gotta say eleven forty five or something. She came out. She's like, This is still on. Oh, I was like, yes, hon, I'll be in when it's over. And I think it was about a half hour later it was over. And unfortunately, you were watching the wrong channel. I was. I, as I recall, because yes. um, I, I sent you a nice picture. Of, yeah. Uh, you know, Travis Kelsey uh, sitting up on the platform talking about, you know, his career and these new players coming in for a little bit. And then uh, I think not Snoop Dogg, but uh, the other guy, uh Oh gosh, he's been in a lot of movies. Uh, not Stoop Dog, but uh, oh my gosh, I'm losing my brain. Uh, boys, not Boys to Men. <laughs> um, boys to Men. Where did that come from? No, the one, <laughs> the one that sings uh, "F the Police." What is it? Uh, Ice Cube. Yeah, no, not yeah, Ice Cube. Yeah, ice so, tea, ice. You know, vanilla ice. ice. Yeah, so he he's a huge Raiders fan. Okay, yeah, yeah. And he was on there for about 20 minutes as well. Come to find out, he's actually the head of their uh, their external fan club. Oh, right, 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 right. You know, I did not know that. He did not want to be that. He just wanted to be a normal person, you know, like us that joins these fan clubs. Right. And I guess after going to a couple of the events that they put together, they said, hey, man, you got to do this for us. So, <laughs> You're stuck now, buddy. I thought it was pretty cool. But, uh, yeah, don't watch ES- the other channel. Um, yeah, yeah, that's what I was watching. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, next year, I'll call you and I'll find out which one you're watching. I just watched the mainstream one. Um, I don't want to say channels just in uh, case. See, I thought I was on a mainstream one. You know, I thought it was on a big one. Yeah, but, but when uh, Kelsey was... came up, he was dressed to the tees, man. Yeah, you know, like it normally is. And I was just dying of like, yes, there's my boy. Damn that Travis yeah. Kelsey. What a sexy man. Oh, I mean, <laughs> did I say that out loud again? God. So the funny part is so the next day comes around. It started at noon, I think, uh, around two. Uh he's either 10, 11, or I can't remember. Either way, I changed the channel. Karen gets up at our normal, you know, 1 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> And she's like, you're watching the draft again. I'm like, yes, honey. It's Why? three days. It's three days long. You understand that. Just go. Yeah. Just go. And me. I'll be, I'll be honest, probably about three or four in the afternoon. I was done and yeah. I did not watch the third day to be honest, but uh, I did watch the whole first you know, night and two thirds mm-hmm. of the second day. So it depends. I usually watch first round, uh, you know, the first night. And, uh, if I can get back to the second and third day, then I'll watch some of it. But, um, yeah. usually it's usually in the second, you know, in, into the third day, I'm kind of keeping an eye on where the chiefs are picking at. And that's when I'll usually just kind of go back in and see how close they were and always get pissed when they trade out, you know, it's like, Oh, I've been waiting for two hours for them to pick and they traded their damn pick, <laughs> you yeah, know, I just know. stupid shit like that. But well, well, beach for years would trade out of the first round. Um, I think he did that a couple years in a row. Oh, really? Is that a salary thing? No, to get more picks in the second round oh. or third round or whatever. Hey, it doesn't matter, man. You can get some of the best picks in this, in this, in the well, fourth, fifth, or sixth, seventh round. I mean, well, that's what I was telling you. Yeah. You know, point being that you know we were already you know number 
28, 29, or 32 for that matter, right? Right. Because we won the Super Bowl. Beach is like, you guys want to take it? Give me a, you know, yeah. two, two second rounds and a third or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So um, I was surprised that he kept both first round picks. I totally expected him to use one and pick the best player they needed on the board and use the second one to trade away for a second, third or, and fourth round pick or whatever. Cause it, I, I totally expected that. And when he didn't do that, I was very surprised, but he got us a great, you know, defensive players. Yes. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I think that uh, George from Purdue is going to be amazing. I think he's going to be the player yeah. that we really need to pay attention to. <laughs> is that because you're a Purdue alumni? I am not a Purdue alumni. Or, no, you're. Oh, that's I right. Just you're, have you're, friends. Sorry, your yeah. friends are my. Bad. I, have, I have I have several friends that are big Purdue fans and and so on. It was also interesting too that uh, was it Brian Cook? I believe. Hold on, let me double check. Brian Cook. No, which one was it that was? Uh, which one was it that was in the MAC? There was what? He was in the MAC. The the conference. The the MAC. Um, uh, oh. yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, uh, sky Moore was he the wide receiver. He CMU? was, he was Western Michigan, Western Michigan. Yeah. So, yep. you know, he was in the Mac, which means he would have played in the same conference as ball state. Ball state. Gotcha. And so looking back and check this out, I don't know if I ever told you this, but when Gunner was down at ball state, we, I used to go to the games all the time. And we actually got to see Kareem Hunt play when he still played for uh, Toledo. Oh, did not know yeah. that. Yeah. We we yeah, didn't yeah. know that till after we like, wait, I think we watched him play. Uh, who was the <laughs> other? Who was the other one that we saw? Sneed. Did we see Sneed? I'd have to look it up to make sure. I don't remember. I think so. It, it was, it was, he was a big player. I can't remember who it was exactly, but yeah, CMU or Western Michigan. One of the two. So, yeah, I'm not a huge college fan um, watching it. Um, I'll watch a game here and there from a zoo. Uh, funny story is we were driving to a Chiefs game on I-70 and uh, outside of St. Louis, in between St. Louis and Columbia. Mm-hmm. And we kept seeing these tails, these, you know, tails on people's trunk. I'm like, what the hell is that? And we stopped at a rest stop and they kindly asked the person, why is everyone driving with tails in their, in their <laughs> trunk. And he's like, Oh, we're going to Mizzou game. That's what we do. I'm like, right on. All right. <laughs> I, I said, I'm down with that. You know, um, yep. I, you know, I don't know what ball state does, you know, do they fly flags? Do they, you know, we chirp, baby. We chirp. Let me see if I can get this right here. We chirp, you know, chirp. Wrong hand. Yeah. It's the Cardinals. So you got to chirp, 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 chirp. That chirp. can't be loud in a stadium. Oh yeah, it's loud. Yeah, that's a, that's well, not like not like Arrowhead, obviously, but yeah. Well, obviously, nobody's as loud as Arrowhead, but I mean, I think uh, I still lost my hearing from setting that record twice. <laughs> I tell you what, though, Ball State is a great place uh, to see a football game. They they always have a a really good crowd, and and yeah, it's just a good time. Do they sell they, alcohol? They do. They now, do yes. now. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> my my freshman and sophomore years at Ball State were great for college football because they had alcohol or no that was before any of that but we just had a great <laughs> our student section was great mm-hmm. okay. the alumni section was great it was loud there were a lot of people my nice. junior and senior year nothing 
It yep. was not great. We lost all those guys that went to every game. And well, you guys lost Mitch. Yeah, we did. I mean, he, Mitch. Mitch was a was a student, and he had a sign. So every time they got a first down, they would say, "What? Well, wait a second. <laughs> Something that's One, a first. Two, three, first down, Mitch. <laughs> but it wasn't then. always Mitch. <laughs> it wasn't always Mitch. I prefer the that's good for a Kansas City Chiefs. First, first down. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. We know it. Good old Mitch Holtis. Um, I love yeah, him. you gotta love him. Yep. All right. Well, nice job tonight, there, Phil Gunner. I'm glad you could make it. Sorry, uh, mate. No, you're fine. Hey, we're happy to have you. And uh, I think we're going to wrap this up. But you wouldn't have it have socials on you, would you? Do I have socials? I do. They're all right up here. <laughs> oh, hell. Uh, all right up here. Do it to it, my boy. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Indiana Chiefs Fans Podcast. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts, whether that be Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcasts. You can also find us on Facebook. That is facebook.com slash IN Chiefs Fans Pod. You can go check us out, like our page, send us comments on there. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know your let us know if your wife watched the draft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we we want to know. We need to yeah, know. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much all we got for socials right now. I don't have a TikTok up yet or an Instagram, but we will get there eventually. Um, Slacker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah been, listen. Been a little busy. <laughs> That's okay, though. I'm here. Now yeah. your your dad told me how busy you've been, so yeah. I can I can empathize. Trust me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, also, if you do want to send us any recommendations, emails, comments, anything like that, you can send that to indian or oh god yeah. <laughs> what's that email i n chiefs fan podcast at gmail.com there you go i n chiefs fans podcast at gmail.com perfect all right gentlemen thank you and uh you know from our little slice of the red kingdom here in indiana we want to thank you guys for listening to us and we will see and talk to you again next week. Later.